welcome to another episode of the Autism Everyday podcast. We are your hosts Swati and Geeta. Welcome back. So our last podcast for the year. Yes, yes. On the very last day. On the last day, and uh, we want to thank all of you for listening to the podcast for staying with us, even though we've been not so regular. Yes, yes. We've been taking the scenic route yes. as far as recording podcasts go. <laughs> but thank you for the warm messages. Thank you uh, to all those of you who've actually emailed us from um, you know various parts of the world and actually mm-hmm. interacted with us based on an episode you liked. Mm-hmm. That was so much positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we'd be here on the last day of the year motivated enough to do this if it weren't for all of that. So yeah. thank you. Yeah. And also, I think a big shout out to the families <clears throat> that we work with um, for their patience. Sometimes their <laughs> impatience. <laughs> I think their stories, their very yeah. personal uh, stories, yeah. uh, the sort of the chair that they give us yeah. uh, at their tables, yeah. uh, quite literally, yes. Uh, yes, making us part of their lives. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think that really helps us. Uh, change what we need to change in terms of intervention, mm-hmm. in terms of thinking for the child. Yes, absolutely. And I think it, it helps us um, sort of change the path every yeah. single day. Yeah, it helps us really think about what, what can we do differently, mm-hmm. um, how do we communicate better with them because every time we speak to a family we realize, oh, okay, I'm saying it this way, it probably does not make a lot of sense, so how do I you know, say this differently, how do I help them understand this better? Um, so what do we need to uh, address in our interactions with them? How do we address those issues? And I think podcasts have been one of one of these, um, you know, ways by which we actually get to communicate with people. I think on that note, we have to also acknowledge the children that we work with or yes, even the adults, time. <laughs> right? Uh, the, the, all, everyone on the spectrum that we work with, all the autistics. Mm. Because at the cost of sounding very cliche, I think the autistics teach us all the Mm. time Mm. and uh, they propel us to dive into research, to plug away at statistics and to figure what we need to figure um, in order to understand this enigma that is autism. Truly it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And and a big thanks to our team. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not done. Mm. So a very Mm. big thanks to our team. Team Weekend is, I think... I mean, the most integral part of our everyday Mm. lives, you know, from the morning to pretty much late at night, we're we're always interacting, we're always on the phones with each other, we're in each other's face at work. Their work, their observations, their data, their ideas, some really awesome employees, some incredibly selfless volunteers that, that, you know, work with WeCan, they really make WeCan what it is today. Truly, truly. So yeah, so let's take a look at the year that went by and uh, a recap, a recap, you will. <laughs> yeah, a kind of recap, right? So uh, looking back um, at the year, like it's true that uh, so many new things that we thought about, you know, reading up more or topics for research. Many of these ideas just came from random observations and and random utterances from people around us, really, right? Of course, there were so many thought-provoking workshops. Um, and presentations at ABBA this year in in Denver and I think uh, yeah I'm going to interrupt but Mm. Denver was really special for us Mm. 
particularly because I feel like it was here, like in Denver, what seven, seven eight years ago. Yeah. That our first uh, ABBA. <laughs> Yeah. Our journey began. Yeah. I think that's when we sort of mm. embarked on this. Let's attend these mm. conferences. Let's bring the learnings back home. Mm. So it was at the very same venue, mm. right? Mm. Seven, eight years ago. So it was different, wasn't it? It was different. We were like uh, babies, <laughs> scared, yeah, a little more confident this time. And we actually presented a paper. So yeah. we we presented. Yeah. yeah, we had two presentations yeah. this year. So it was incredible. Yeah, and of course. Uh, the workshops we attended amazing everything from infancy to adulthood right the whole gamut of it uh, we ended up bringing back some groundbreaking stuff to do with adults and sexuality as well oh yeah which was amazing and i think you know on that note back home here we can really stepped into this whole different realm where we went on to becoming affiliated to the ibao um and which is you know now in the international behavior analysis organization it's it's one of the premier uh, mm. institutes that uh, certifies individuals across the world to be aba professionals mm-hmm. so now we are ibt coursework content providers mm-hmm. so what does that mean you may ask well all our cert- uh, our therapists are now certified as international behavior therapists yep. they've completed their coursework with us and they've passed the ibt exam yeah. and uh, we've got some more lined up uh, who are going to write their exams yeah, in the new year in the yeah. new year and you know going forward we will be able to train professionals people interested in the field given that india just does not have enough certified people for the number of autistics who need services yeah that will be amazing right the fact that more children can raise more families can actually receive evidence based services and it can happen right here in india <laughs> in chennai in chennai <laughs> yes Now we also conducted our first act workshop uh, for some of the moms of children who come to us for services. That was uh, a very um, uh, different experience. Um, it was a be- beautiful experience, and it gave us a whole new perspective on how um, moms of children with autism think, feel, uh, and act. Right. And for these moms too, though we've known some of them for a while, it was a chance to explore and share their lived experiences, and that was really nice. And they actually found some mutual support in the group. Oh yeah. Though they knew each other, but sitting together and going through that workshop really opened up so many doors for them. Didn't you think? Agreed. Agreed. One hundred percent. Widened our our perspective as well as service providers. It it really made me look at some mums in mm. in very different light. Mm. They're not just as, you know, the parents of so and so. You need to learn this. You need to train him on this. But it was actually, it was eye opening yeah. in that you begin to I think view them with a lot more compassion. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, but yeah, let's not forget you trained this year. You trained graduate <laughs> level students um, at a university on the principles of ACT. That was really something, that wasn't it? It was. It was. It was. Many Saturdays. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And then, what about weekends? Grade twenty three this oh, year. Yeah. Yeah. Weekend yeah. completed twenty three. Twenty three whole years. Yeah. Imagine twenty three whole years. So can yeah. we like pause and sort of deflect and go into that a little bit now? <laughs> What does that feel like? <laughs> to me, it's like where did those twenty-three years go? It seemed like we just, you know, started yeah. this whole thing 
and fell flat on our face <laughs> on day one. <laughs> I think we've spoken about this elsewhere. But yeah, 23 years have really sped by so many families, so many children, uh, so many people we have met. Um, and so many changes, I think, uh, as an organization, the principles, what we're doing, our understanding of the condition, just about everything. So much has changed over the years. It's, it's really been an incredible learning journey. Wow. And never stops. <laughs> <laughs> never ever. Yeah. What, but what, you know, if, if someone, someone was to ask you, what, what do you hope for, for the immediate future, for weekend? Mm. That's a tough one. Um, you know, it'll be, it'll be so nice if we can, can actually become that one, one stop point mm-hmm. for everything about autism. And ADHD. And ADHD. Like, we're, I mean, if, imagine families can come and avail of all services under one roof, from, from diagnosis to counseling to training to intervention. Um, and no matter, you know, what socio-economic background they come from. This, this sort of reminds me of what we saw in Johns Hopkins, <laughs> yes. Kennedy Krieger Institute. A dream, right? A real dream yeah. for us to bring all that right here in Chennai. I mean, that's that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. And I mean, I remember thinking then, wow, it's, it's so luxurious, the fact that you have all of this in one place. Yeah. I wish we could do that here, maybe. <laughs> Trim from your yeah. lips to God's ears. Yeah. <laughs> so what else? What else? What else has been happening this year? Mm. Let's let's look back. Well, apart from conferences and workshops, um, like I was saying, you know, random ideas do pop up in the most unexpected of ways. I was reading somewhere; it's very interesting, and I thought I should share this with everyone. That all of us mm-hmm. human beings are not present in the here and now mm-hmm. at least forty-seven percent of the time which means 47% of our day, our minds are in the then, which is in the past. Wow. And the there. In other words, it's either in the past or in the future. Mm-hmm. So we're really, not, we're really not thinking about what we're actually doing at this point of time. Right. Right. So that's a lot of time when we are physically here mm. and mentally not in a different here. zone, not mm. here. Isn't that amazing? That is. Yeah. I mean, when I talk about physically present, mentally absent, it takes me back to school. Um, this used to be a commonly used phrase, sometimes about me. Really? <laughs> I find that a little hard to believe, but yeah, a sure. A description that, you know, if only, I think my parents heard this, if only your daughter uh, was mentally more present here, <laughs> she's smart. If only she's mentally present here, she would be able to do a lot more than she can. Right? So, if you look at it in the context of mindfulness, then this is something that all of us need to be aware of, for obviously for better mental health. True, very true. Isn't it? And another interesting snippet, I heard in a podcast about motivation for change. Right? We all want to change. We all like to make changes. Right. Right? New year too, coming up. Oh, yeah. I'm sure the resolutions to do this, do that and the other exercise, lose weight, be calmer, I don't know, different things. So we all want to make some changes uh, or attempt to or at least intend to at most times, <laughs> right? But of, obviously there are many barriers when it comes to change. Right. Some of them are internal and some may be external. 
So these barriers prevent us from actually making the change. And it's so easy to go back into the familiar comfort zone. Um, you know, okay, this is how I know it. This is how it's been all these years. So yeah, let's let's carry on like this. And it's an easier space to be in than deal with the uncertainty of change. Because change means, oh my God, everything is going to be different. Am True. I ready to deal with it? Right? And how we often peg the blame for not being able to change on those barriers, whether it's internal or external. So it's always easy for us to find um, a scapegoat, so yeah. to speak. So, I mean, doesn't it make you wonder in the context of the population, uh, autistic population? I think so, the autistics, right, yeah. that we work with mm. in terms of being in the present, present moment or being lost in the then and there. Yeah, yeah. We really don't know a lot, right? But the one thing that we often hear from parents is they are not focused, this, my child is not focused, is not attending to tasks or instructions. It's often a parent complaints have, like the physically present, mentally mm. absent kind mm. of thing. Except it's it's so much of a bigger issue when that is a complaint for someone who already has um, a diagnosis of autism. Yeah, yeah. Because then it's suddenly something that you've just got to fix and problem solve. Yeah. Um, but maybe, maybe sometimes the autistics need more compassion and yeah. a little more space to learn, a little yeah, more accom yeah. accommodation. Yeah, maybe. maybe. So because if, if the non-autistic population has minds that wander 47% of the time, then we really don't know yeah. what this population uh, is, is how, how often are they present, what, what comes to their mind, what are the barriers that they have. Yeah. There's so little we know about that and I agree with you that we probably need to be a little more compassionate to them and give them a little more um, space mm. um, to be able to learn and then eventually attend to things that may not be the most <laughs> interesting things that <laughs> as far as they're concerned, right? Right. Yeah. I think on that note, it takes me to what does it take to parent a child with ASD? in an environment that screams achievement mm. typical Indian you know setting yeah yeah um, there are parental roles mm. that are socially handed down and every parent strives to play that part yeah. to a T parent has to be a parent right the parent has to be a parent yeah and sometimes it's about knowing the child and meeting their needs and I, yeah it's so important right if you're just going to be a parent and play or assign roles very often you miss miss Noticing what your child really needs. You're just imposing right. something that's been handed down to you. So, you know, the fact that as a to be a good parent, we need to actually know our child and meet their needs. That is more important than playing the role of a parent as we know it or as we've been said is the right way to do it. Right? And I think this applies... Uh, all the more when you with have the a child autistic with children, autism, yes, because there's so little that oh, yeah. they are able to express. I mean, largely, and and there's a lot that we don't understand. True, about them, right? And I mean, as I think, as a parting note, let me tell you, parenting is never easy, <laughs> and we're not talking autism or not. We're just talking parenting. Right. It's never easy. I'm sure if we asked our parents, they would have been through some. 
trauma with us at some point or the other as are we and there's always the worry that maybe you know you need to de- do it differently my parenting style maybe is not the right style i guess it just goes back to knowing your child and understanding their needs and uh, knowing their child and their needs seems like a path that end of the day is the best whether your child has autism or not well said yeah so on that note very happy new year to everybody and we'll uh, see you in 2024 we'll see you in 2024